0: This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport. Powered by fans. Rebel.
2: Precious. But brilliant. Deal with it. What's got around the back? And Richie Wood has done it again. The magic man has come up with another trick. Well, there's a chance to seal it. It's done. It's Georgie e. Kelly. Everybody, welcome to New York Talk. This is the Rotherham United podcast um, and things did not go to plan on Saturday afternoon for Rotherham United. 3-0 uh, defeat at Ewood Park. Um, not much happiness floating around the Rotherham United sphere uh, last day or so. But we'll go through the game, go through all sorts of stuff uh, and we'll see where we are. See where we are We come an hour's time or whatever that may be. Um, Mick? How are you doing on this fine, lovely Sunday evening as we record? I'm
1: all right, mate. How are you? Not too bad, not too bad. Danny, how are you? Um, I'm all right. Not looking forward to going to uni tomorrow, but I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know the feeling, unfortunately. I don't know if does uni, work. Same thing, mm.
2: yeah. Um, We've got S64 Miller with us, Paul Brock, Neil Bolton, Kim Haywood. YouTube viewers, as Evening gentlemen. not the happy bunny, We've got to stay positive. Yes, we have. John C, Neil Jordan. Sam Darby, Dave Lawton, uh, Neil Jordan, Dean We've got loads of it. Strong Greens with us. Hi. Thank you, everybody. Um, yeah. So, as I said, 3 0 defeat. Come defeat. on, mate, what are you laughing at? Um, no, nothing,
3: nothing. Carry on. No, share share with the group. Isn't I'm just a... laughing at you. Just, you know, all doom and gloom.
2: All doom and gloom?
0: What do you
3: mean?
2: <laughs> Getting really good. Get it, on, anyway. mate, come on. <laughs> I, I, I think I'm not certain, but I think we are, are, are already relegators. I think that's how it works. You lose at blackburn, yeah, yeah. you go straight down.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, man, right.
2: yeah. I think anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, 3 0 defeat. Um, some positives let's not, not shouldn't let's not let us not not get around it. There are some positive stuff to take out of the game for two minutes, half an hour that was pretty good. Um, should have been ahead. Um, but that sort of summed up I tweeted out from account yesterday, Danny, that this happened two years ago, and happened on Wednesday, where you have a good 20 minutes, half an hour, you don't take your chances that you make, and you get sucker punched by one defensive mistake and a couple of other bits that were just us pushing for the game, I suppose. It was just a frustrating afternoon.
1: Yeah, it was. I mean, um, that little spell just before we gave the penalty away, we were playing very, very well. Um, I was quite surprised by Tom Eves, actually, because he had a very solid... Mm not just those 20 minutes, but until he went off, I thought he actually did okay. Mm. Um, and I think he, it could warrant him starting a few more games now, that performance, to be honest. Um, but yeah, and then the penalty happened and it effectively just sucked the wind out of our, our sails, really. We never really got to those opening 20 minutes again throughout the whole game. Um, it it was a silly defensive mistake that cost us. And uh, yeah, uh, Bremerton is a um I'm not going to say that because I'll get in trouble uh let's just say he irritated me and we'll leave it there <laughs> yeah I didn't, I didn't get the celebration in front of the Rotherham fans that was,
2: oh, were he, I don't think it was getting abuse or a much stick or anything but some people thrive
1: on that kind of thing don't they I suppose mm. um it still puzzles me that he plays for Chile and he were born in the midlands <laughs> that puzzles his, me but anyway
2: his mum I think he's is it into his mum that's Chilean. Yeah. Chilean, Chilean, Chilean. Yeah. What, do you remember know which one it is,
1: Mick? Is I thought it was Chilean. I, I thought it was Chilean.
2: Know.
3: Chilean. Chilean. <laughs> <laughs> that just sounds
1: like it's cold. Chilean. <laughs> well, yeah, uh,
3: yeah. It's, it sounds Chilean. more like
1: a Yorkshireman saying "Put Chilean oven."
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when it when it's when it's minus five outside, that day's a Chilean. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, we'll go with we might on. have on thin ice with this, <it>, so I...
2: <laughs> we might need to move on. Very good. Um, yeah. hey, let's talk about the first twenty minutes, Mick. Let's let's find let's take some positivity from what we can find because it's after that it was it was slim pickings. But I think Danny's right. I think Tommy deserves credit. Let's you know, again, let's not go overboard. Um, but Eves looked like a it, did, it belonged in the team. Uh, I know we all we all want Kelly to play. And we're all excited to see Kelly play and everything else. But Tommy's has that championship experience and it caused their defence problems. For the for the whole time I was on the game, it caused their defenders problems in terms of occupying them um, and just making life difficult for them. That's a good sign that if you give them minutes and play them a bit, there is a player in there for us. Yeah, absolutely.
3: Absolutely. He, he, like you say, he occupied their defence and, and gave them something to think about. Um, to be honest with you, first... Well, up until the penalty, for me, we were comfortably the better side. You know, I I thought in possession we caused them quite a lot of problems without actually creating anything, Uh, but we gave them plenty to think about. Mm. Um, And, you know, there was nothing to choose between the two teams. There certainly wasn't three goals. No way on this earth was there three goals between those two teams, but that's what the championship's like, you know. There weren't four goals between us and Reading, um, so that, that that's just how it is, isn't it? And they're a decent side, the the, the but we matched them for me for probably the bulk of the game, with the exception of um, immediately after the goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's it's one of those things, but you can't make defensive errors like we made for all three goals. At this level, you just cannot, uh, because you are going to get punished, and that's what happened. So I, I, I'm quite positive coming out yesterday. I don't. I really don't need to. Um, I, I'm not concerned particularly uh, about about the performance at all.
2: Mm.
3: At all. At all. I mean, it'd be nice to have created more. It would be nice if Tommy's had hit back at net instead of post, but. You know, that would have been a different game. It would have made it a completely different game had that gone in. Um, But, yeah, obviously, I I accept that we're not creating a great deal. We're not, and that is an issue. Um, It's not necessarily having somebody putting the ball in the back of the net that's the problem at the moment. It's actually giving somebody the opportunity to put him back in there that seems to be the problem.
2: Yeah, I mean, the, the, the chance that he missed, Danny, was... I feel a bit sorry for him because he hit the post, you can't get much closer than it in the post, obviously. Um, but the ball wasn't right from Chio. The ball was further out wider than it should have been. And to be honest with you, I think a player or two to his left from memory that he could have slotted in were in much better positions. As much as Chio did really, really well to get in that position, his final ball just caused the, the, the chance to be much harder than it should have been.
1: Yeah, Eves has definitely dug out an opportunity mm-hmm. out of that. And like I say, he's unlucky to hit the post. And maybe if the ball's a bit better or... <clears throat> even if he's even hung back on his run just a little bit, it could have been a goal. But we could have said that about an effort from Wiles, from Rathburn. It's a, uh, a game's a rift and maybes, really. I think mm. the prominent thing is that we just didn't finish a dinner, really, did we? <laughs> there were, there yeah. wasn't as much bite. Oh, that's that's a nice um, way we were. We didn't finish dinner, not enough <laughs> bite. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, we just didn't have enough. Gusto in front of goal, I don't think there wasn't that confidence, if you like, to really push it forward. I've seen a couple comments saying that we were like prime England, you know, always passing it round the middle and not going forwards with it. And yeah, I agree to a point, and I think it might be because we just weren't there up front, really. Um, But I agree with Mick, though. The performance wasn't overly concerning for me at all. I, I think a lot of people left the ground depressed because of the result, to be fair. Mm. I think maybe a 1-0 to Blackburn would have been a bit fairer, to be honest. But they put three passes. It made it feel like we were absolutely shocking on the day when, if you really analyse it, they are there are some positives to take out with it, like possession-based football, that's sort of put football Matt Taylor played with Exeter, so we're starting to pick that up, even though he's not had many training sessions with us, which is good. Um, and uh, the passing around the midfield is getting better. I think Balazs does need to improve a little bit, but his longer balls are better than his short passes, so okay. that might even it send up eventually. Um, Matt Taylor has come out and said, Norton Cuffey, in hindsight, maybe shouldn't have started, and he might have started it's somebody else game, there. It? Yeah, he just did didn't really click in that, but it also goes to show Matt Taylor knows where the issues are and he's trying to resolve them. And now he's got the full week to do that. Um, but yeah, it definitely uh, definitely took the stuffing out of the fans that result as well. And I think at three 0 and then you bring George erst on, to have <laughs> scored four. I think a lot of people went, Oh, that's it, he scored it for great right, sound. Um, yeah, overall, now that I've had a chance to settle and reload, if you like. Um, I'm not too concerned about it. Blackburn, an hard place to go. They're a good team. They're not up there by mistake at all. Mm. You can see why they've won seven games now. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just, yeah, it is what it is. That's all you can say. One thing that has puzzled me is from the Blackburn fans singing, and get battered everywhere we go. Lads, we've lost less mm. games than you this season. <laughs> like, anyway.
2: Yeah, uh, we've got, oh, I see we've got comments be James uh, Dyson said it was like watching all England sidewards backwards feel sorry for Eves yesterday he says as we didn't play to his strengths enough we we're boring to watch and inept every time defensively mentions the referee being poor as well um, I mean I didn't have a problem with, the, you know, the, with trying to keep the ball I know in the second half we were, we were sort of keeping the ball at times to keep the ball safe. but I don't necessarily mind that because when, if you're in control of the ball gonna, a gap's going to open up eventually Mm. The problem is, when you give the ball away, you've got to defend better than that. You can't just give the ball away and then they go ahead and score. That's the flip side of keeping possession. That's when we look at teams like Swansea as, a, as an extreme example, who keep the ball for such a long period of time, don't do anything with it, and then lose 3-0, for example, like we did. I think they did something similar to Blackburn. You've got to defend better. If you're going to play that way, you've got to mm. defend better when you're not in possession.
3: Well, you've got to defend better and you've got to have some sort of penetration. You've got to have some some sort of end result. Um, and that means movement off the ball in front of the players in possession of it. Um, mm-hmm. uh, that's something that the, the, the manager is going to have to work on. Um, that was the issue yesterday. There was very little movement. Uh, Chio again was was pretty pedestrian for, for for the most part. Out of possession, in possession, he, he had a couple mm-hmm. of runs where he really created problems. But out of possession, he, he's he's still he's still a wing-back playing up front rather than, you know, a a, a genuine striker. So I think he's got some work to do. Eves, he's got a touch like a donkey at times. So he's, you know, playing the ball to his feet is not going to be, he's he's not playing to his strengths. Uh, Getting the ball in the box is playing to his strengths. So It it means your wide men are going to have to, your wide men and your two, uh, your two sort of attacking midfielders are the ones going to have to be making the runs. Um, And, they did. Both Ben Wiles and and Rathbone made plenty of forward runs, but the ball never really never really reached them. Or if it did, it just came back again. Mm-hmm. So um but it's positive signs for me because it shows, it seems to me, I hope, that the manager is looking to play that kind of football, to play football to feet as a as a matter of course, rather than just hoofball, hope it sticks and let's let players run in them. Because that doesn't work at this level. I, I keep saying it. We've proved it season after season. It doesn't work. Um, so it's very very early days in this uh, in this manager's tenure, isn't it? You know, but um, for me, it's the right way to play. But it's got to develop. It can't just stay out stay like that. Otherwise, we're we'll going nowhere. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm positive. I'm positive from the performance. I'm not positive from the result. Obviously, that's a disappointment. Uh, but it's a huge, huge improvement in performance level and work rate level from the two previous games for me. So I, I'm, I'm not really that concerned still. so' Fair enough.
2: <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Brian Vernon says, if have had a pound for every time we passed it back to home, we could have passed it forward to be a millionaire. Uh, it, will, it will be better given time. Uh also as they were far quicker to get into our box. We were yeah. too pedestrian. Yeah, I mean... I, again, go back to the sort of the passing it around, Danny. I don't mind that. I, I, I mentioned it. I like it. But when we have a free kick on the halfway line, as an example, I don't get, why well, we've, well, we've got the, the defence that we have got from three big lads and Tommy Eaves is a big lad as well. There seemed to be a massive reluctance to just put the ball into the box at times, from set, particularly from set pieces, particularly from set pieces. Um, and then when we did get corners and stuff, the corners themselves weren't very good I, I don't understand the reluctance just to when you get a free pass just put it into the mix because we know how good we can be we've shown how good we can be from set pieces you do that, and that's that's the start, that's the part that's frustrating the that frustrating yesterday you've you've got these opportunities you've got free opportunities to put it in a box just do it i don't get the don't get it really
1: i mean set pieces have been a little bit wobbly mm. of recent aren't they um so I don't know, maybe if the free kicks are a bit further out, uh, we've decided to play it short and then create space by drawing out the other team, I'm not sure. But yeah, you're right, there it does seem to be a reluctance of just punting it into the box from a set piece. Maybe we're scared of it coming back to us, or maybe we're scared that it won't go anywhere where someone will attack it. I'm honest, honestly not sure. But mm. yeah, we do need to get it into the box, because all it takes is one defender letting it bounce or it's an awkward ball and someone gets red on it. Like, um, he gets the red on it. I know Woody didn't play, but he's always running in to get his head on it as well. Um, maybe that's why we held back because you didn't have the wrecking ball trying to get his head on it in that particular game. Um, but yeah, set pieces are still a little bit wobbly, aren't they? I think if anything, we should, we should at least be trying to play it short from corners rather than three kicks that can go into the box at different angles. Um and try and just swap it round a little bit and see how we do. Um But yeah, set pieces piece of that, our strong point at the minute, which is a little bit concerning, but you manage a full week of training, hopefully that does it some good because after that, it'll have to be after match experience that brings us through because there's very limited training with all the weekend and midweek games coming up, which is oh, fun. <laughs>
2: Yeah, uh, so just go back to the start. I mean, we didn't, I mean it was sort of, there were two changes. Eves comes in for Washington uh, to bring a bit of physicality up top. And Richard Wood was essentially arrested. I think I think Matt Taylor used the phrase "reload." He has a chance to reload for future games. Um, any problem with those? If if Wood is not 100, we've talked about this in the past, haven't we? If Wood is not 100. Then we have got the players to come in. Um, bringing Peltier over Humphreys is obviously a. a with Rodham fans is we like Peltier. Cameron Humphreys is probably better in that left side of defence position.
3: You, you talk to me.
2: Your name's Mick, I think.
3: Yeah I am, yeah. <laughs> um, it's just, hindsight's a wonderful, wonderful thing in it, because I banged on and banged on saying that Hall needs to play in that centre. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. And dearie me. dearie, dearie me, that was that was a mistake yesterday uh, because he was at fault for me for all three goals, um, and I don't think Woody would have made any of the three mistakes that he made that caused the goals. So, he had a bad day, did, did Grant Hall. Um, so, yeah, but like I said, hindsight's a wonderful thing, isn't it? Um, it's a surprise to see Woody get get benched. <clears throat> I, I, get, I get what you're saying. Yeah, give him a chance to just get himself back together again and and come back fighting for it on Saturday. So I, it's just like I said, I would have probably done the same thing. You know, Grant Hall would have been the obvious player mm-hmm. to to fill in there, but unfortunately, it didn't work out quite for me. In my view, it didn't work out at all. So um, why Humphries is not starting is beyond me. And to be fair, I have no issue with Peltier either. Um, I think he's a great player. I think he's a better player, a better defender than Grant Hall, frankly. But I have, I mean, I've said that before. Um, So, but, you know, yeah, I've said it about four times. Now, hindsight's a wonderful thing, isn't it? Um, So, I got what I wanted
2: and it backfired on Saturday.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, be
0: careful
2: what you wish for, is the. A Phrase we often often use in football, isn't it? Really, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, again, hindsight, Danny. Um, Adam Garbert says, Why didn't we play Washington uh, off Eves? Put Chio on the wing because he's a natural winger. This is becoming more and more of a conversation for other fans because Chio's not scoring the goals he was scoring. Um, it, it's a We're tough not one, crazy, because, like, We don't no, give
3: him anything to feed off.
2: No, but yeah, I agree. So, like, like Mix says earlier, that when he's on the ball, it looks a threat. But his off the ball movement is questionable. Washington, as we know, is a willing runner. Um, it's easy to say, right? Just go back to last season. He's not scoring goals. Just trucking back on wing again. But he's a threat, isn't he? When you, when you get to your on ball, he's a threat. And when he's on the last man, you last yesterday at times, Ayala didn't know what to do with him. Yeah. So you then take away that threat. Washington's not going to have the same type of threat. So it's it's a difficult one for us fans to sort of work out as well because there's pros and cons to moving him.
1: Yeah, there definitely is. I think um, with Chio, you definitely need to like really pay attention to how he's moving off the ball at this moment in time. And I think the reason why he's, he's moving like that off the ball is because he's not, like I say, Mick, he's not really getting that much service playing as a striker. Um, whether we sit him in a little bit deeper behind the strikers or, uh, like I say, move him out onto the wing. Uh, potentially later in the game to give Norton Coffee just a little bit of rest because bloody hell that kid can run, can't yeah. he? Um that that is the options that will be going round Matt Taylor's head at the minute. Um I agree his off the ball movement has been questionable the last couple games, which is not concerning but just very uncheo mm-hmm. into because normally he's pursuing the ball and chasing after it like him and that's because that's him and Washington's job effectively when they're out of possession. Um that could be because of the new manager, and but I'm not completely sure. It might be a case of even bringing Chio out, potentially, and chucking Kelly or, like I say, even Washington in. Um, so then you've got the big man and the little ferret that runs after it, if that makes sense. A mm-hmm. um, bit more of a Michael Smith-David Ball combo that we used to have in League One, that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah I, it could be a confidence thing with Chio. I'm not completely sure. Um, but I do I do want him to do well and get the service that he needs, you know, just playing off the last man could be very fruitful for us. You know, playing off the shoulder, getting in the box, maybe even getting fouled and winning a penalty. We've seen that at least attempted before. Not given, but attempted. So the intents are there anyway. Um, Yeah, I don't know which, you know. I just hope he comes around that corner and mm. puts proper shifting. But again, could be because we've had a little bit of a... Hectic schedule and hard games. It's a lot different to League One, the Championship, intensity-wise. He's played all, yeah. nearly all the minutes as well. He's not had much of a break, yeah. has he? Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know, maybe play behind as we are until the World Cup and hope something occurs from it. Like, do you make that change now? Do you wait until after the World Cup, for example? All things that are buzzing around Matt Taylor's head. And I tell you what... Love to be a fly on the wall when he has those conversations. Just just to have have a little bit of an insight into the way he thinks, because only we can speculate, you know. Yeah. We're just because end of the day, we're just talking waffle on here, aren't we, lads? You know, we, we don't know what we're really on about. We're only speculating. We're only seeing saying what we see in games, which is then open to interpretation. Um and what I saw against Blackburn is Chio not really moving after the ball out of possession, which is mm. a bit mm, come on, Chio. Get, get the lead out of your so Sunshine. We need you running, you know. Mm. Yeah. I, I, I,
2: I, another counter argument, same, just chucking back out wide, which a few people have put in comments about putting Chio back out wide, is then what are you going to do with Norton Cuffy? You can't play Chio and Norton Cuffey in the same team because they're both essentially right wing backs or right wingers. Um, but arguably, Brooke Norton Coffey has been our most, other than yesterday, other than Saturday, has been our most consistent performer. So then what do you do then? Bear the, in mind, you've got Peter Coso coming back as well. Peter Kyoso coming back as well. You know, you, I, I I know you need strength in depth, but to have those three and two of them not playing because somebody else was playing in the way would, would be crazy, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, Chio's long term future is an attacking role, whether it's the right hand side of a three in attack, which he's played for Ireland, or whether it's as a striker as well, or whether it's we saw him last season play as a, a sort of a deep ten with Wilesy in the last couple of games of the season. Um, we need Chio in the seat in the side. It's obvious we need Chio in the side. When when he when Chio has the ball at his feet, you can see the defenders panic straight away. When Chio starts getting a bit of momentum, the defenders don't know what to do with themselves. So it's key we get Chio in the team, but I agree we've got to find the right place for him. I'm I'm not certain a striker. I, I I feel like after the last few games last season, Mick, I'll come back to you on this. Him and Wilesley as the two advanced tens were so impressive. Together mm. because they both got that forward pace, that forward momentum. Obviously, you take a strike away, so you've got two two deep deep-lying players, sort of. Um, but I've seen that mention on Twitter. I, I think that potentially could work to sort of show and cheer in there.
3: Yeah, it could do. It could do. Um, you, you're taking away the potential for wing backs, then, aren't you? Because you potentially, anyway. No. You're taking uh, you take a strike away. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course you are, yeah. Yeah, my apologies. Um, yeah, it's an option. We'll have to see what, uh, what Matt Taylor decides to do. Um It's it's it needs the time mm. to to work out in match game match day situations what players are capable of and and how he sees them fitting into the system that he wants to play. So, mm. you know, we'll have a much better idea moving forward. Now we've got a week. He's got a week, a full week with the players. Bear in mind, he's at, he has now only just had a full week with the players. And one of those games, one of those days were a match day, and two of those days he were not officially manager the club. So. You know what I mean? It, it it it's it's going to develop and it will develop. The positive mm-hmm. for me is the performance itself on Saturday was 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 a different team altogether to the one that turned turned out against Millwall on Wednesday night. Yeah. You, you know, so it, it, that's got to be taken as a positive.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, seems to ask asked as Kuta not left side No, Ukio is is on the right hand side, so we've got mm-hmm. it, it was sort of the cover. For the right hand side, and they obviously got injured, um, which is a shame. Uh, Mike Miller says Eves is not Eves is, is a striker. Is he is not is he is he not a terrible miss from in the first half? <laughs> a little bit harsh, I think I remember I, I, I mentioned the angle was 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 difficult uh, because of the pass from Cheo. Uh, Sean Green asked, "Would Kelly have scored that chance?" Quite possibly. You don't know, but then there's other things in the game that Kelly that Eves did. Um, that maybe Kelly wouldn't have done. Um, it's difficult, isn't it? We're all sort of looking at hindsight. That there was a couple of bits that were right, a couple of bits that were good. Frustrating. Um, talk about the midfield, Danny. In the, again, because I'm going to the first half, I thought the midfield worked really, 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 really well. I thought Barlasser at times was very, very good. He, he dictated the play. That pass, inside pass to Wilesley was brilliant. If Wilesley was half a yard quicker, we'd get a goal or a penalty. Rathbun was everywhere, he was energetic and everywhere, so for the most, for parts of the game, there was brill- there was brilliance, maybe a bit strong, but there was lots of positives, particularly on like midfield three against a good team, this isn't Blackpool we were playing, this is a team who will want to be challenging for automatic so to be able to control the games at times in field is another certain positive.
1: Yeah, I think it is, I think, um, like you say, at times Barlasser was very, very good, at times his short passing was you know, a little, a little bit questionable, but you could say that about the whole performance. It was good, but at times questionable, and it was the questionable bits that let us down. Um, but yeah, midfield was strong, like I say, with Wales. Wales got an excellent crack at goal. I think it, was it Wales in the first half? An excellent crack at goal? Was just, it yeah, just, just yeah, just Wales. Yeah. Into... yeah, yeah, that were an excellent crack at goal. Mm. And from our angle, at the other end of the stadium, it looked like it were going in. It just didn't mm. quite have enough bend on it. Um, which is again unfortunate for Wales, but much improved from um, the Millwall game. Uh, I thought, uh, Rath, like I said, Rathbun was everywhere again, um, and was almost telling the midfield to press at times as well. So, mm. you might watch the podcast and listen to us, I'm not sure. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I th- midfield was all right, maybe just edged our strongest area, I think, overall. Um, mm. Yeah, not not too bad from the midfield. But again, positive signs. And if we take that into the Huddersfield game, having a strong midfield could prove fruitful for us. And if they've got the shooting boots on, even better. Mm. I'd yeah. l- I'd love Wales to score against Huddersfield. I might put a bet on it, but we'll see. But I'd I'd love to see Wales score against Huddersfield because then that releases all the pressure out of him mm. as well. And is this Wales's first time being captain as well? No, against Preston, who as well. Ah, all right, okay, but. I thought he, he did communicate very well. He wasn't mm. as vocal as Woody, but Woody's got the experience. Uh, and I thought at times Wales was trying to channel Woody and get everybody mm. moving a little bit more, which was good to see for a lad who's only about a month older than me to be able to at least try and command an entire team was very, very good. So, yeah, fair play to him. Mm. Uh,
2: yeah. Stephen Thomas says Michael with Rathbone is just perking a picking up yellow cards in most games. they <laughs> really every match a concern. He is up to four, which means he is one yellow card away from a ban. <laughs> um, but this is Oli Rathbun. You know what you're going to get with Oli Rathbun, don't you? There's no, you know, this is what happens. If Jamie Lindsay were playing, we'd be having the exact same conversation with Jamie Lindsay, picking up Buckingham's aspect. Um, it is what it is, isn't it? It is what it is. Um, we're going to have a quick break isn't the... It?
1: Say guys, again, feisty. You know, very, very. fasty nice. and passionate, and sometimes that gets you booked. But yeah. anyway, <laughs> I prefer to get booked for
2: trying too hard than just dawdling around pitch. So mm. I don't, I don't necessarily mind that. Um, anyway, we're gonna have a quick break, quick breakaway, and have a quick shout out to our sponsors for today's episode, uh, Athletic Green. Um, we are, we've talked to this a lot, but we want to keep promoting them whenever we can because we are very big fans of what they do. Uh, we mentioned the great things they do, lifestyle friendly. Um, it's keto, pe- keto, 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 paleo, vegan, dairy-free and gluten-free. Um, it help, basically helps your gut health um, and just general energy levels. Mick, as our uh, spokesman. Yeah, the- you are
1: only
3: talking
2: about my gut health, do you really? Not <laughs> particularly. I mean, if you give well, me some positives about Athletic Green, that would be sensational.
3: It's excellent. Really, really good. And uh, it does exactly what it says on the tin. So uh, well worth a look. Well
2: worth a look. Absolutely. And to make it easy, Athletic Green are going to give, if you sign up, a, th- a free one-year supply of the immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs of their AG1 drink with the first purchase. All you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com forward slash Rotherham. And that allows you to take ownership of and uh, take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. So, like I said, thank you very
1: much, Athletic Green. Um, yes, Jim, I do highly recommend it. Ben, yeah. And Ben does as well. Do do you think if we pass them over to cheer, he might boost his energy levels and (laughs) stuff? You never know.
3: There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss.
0: Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order mug delivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Um,
2: Shelly IMC says on the on the Rathbun, majority of yellow cards are very stupid, and someone needs to have a word. You, what I would say is if you, if you do that, you take it don't away when he does.
3: Don't, don't have a word, really. Just let him get on with it. We'll bring yeah. Jamie
2: in so when he gets a ban, we'll bring Jamie in and, yeah. and in it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that's his side of the game. If you tell him to stop being so aggressive, what are we, what are we asking Alder Rathbun to do exactly? He needs to be that aggressive for me. um. Yeah. My opinion. um. Daniel, let's talk about the defence in a bit more uh, depth, I suppose. Um, I put this out yesterday, but we've now conceded as many goals in the last week as we have done in the previous nine games combined. Um, which... <laughs> Which is frustrating that it's coins. It's you know happened at the same time that there's been a change in manager. Um, but it's frustrating that it just seems to come from nowhere a little bit because they've been that good de- defensively up up until the Wigan game. It's not it's not like they've been oh they've been all right. They've been sensational defensively. And Victor's not, it's not like Victor's dropped any clangers and we can saw you know a couple of keep mistakes. He's he's not put a foot wrong. It's just the three guys in front
1: of him that are sort of letting him down. Maybe am I being a bit harsh? I personally think it's the swings and roundabouts of the championship. I think we've had probably what can be described as a rare strong start to a championship season, especially in the uh, in the New York Stadium here, we will say. Um, and I don't know, maybe we've grown to expect a strong defensive showing and we've got to the point now where it's just starting just to drop off just a little bit and now, you know, the hands have come up, you know, Um I honestly do think it's just the swings around about for championship football. You know, there are a fair number of teams that are more consistent, shall we say, than mm. we are. And maybe we're just in the little dip of form and it'll come good again, which I'm sure it will. Um, but I'm not. I'm not overly concerned because it just swings and roundabouts of football. It's frustrating at the time. Don't get me wrong. Which is probably why the vlog won't go up and it'll just be the pie review because there are some very choice words from me that may get me in a lot of trouble. So I don't think they'll be go up on the internet. Um, but in hindsight, yeah, I think the defence. Is just in a little rut of form. It's not overly concerning. Just a couple of tweaks here and there. It's like trying to fine tune a car into mm. in this division. Sometimes it acts up and you need to retune it a little bit. That's exactly what Matt Taylor needs to do. Just retune it, find his his way with it, and and off we go. Um But yeah, strong offensive at the start. A little bit of a dip of form. Not too concerned because I'm just here for the ride. <laughs> yeah.
2: And, and he's still partly, make he's, he's getting used to his players. We talked about the question of Humphreys playing, but you've got, to, you've got to look at who he's picked. You've got Lee Peltier with 500 appearances, something like that. He's, he's got hundreds of appearances. Grant Orr, who's played, you know, not, can't be far off 200 times. Where's Arden, has played 100 and some games for us? They're sensible options. They're solid options. There's no there's no shame in picking those three players. Uh, and he's, it's not like he's had three weeks with of training to back, oh, you know what? I'm Ufres is a really good player or he's a really good player or this, that, other. It makes, we said this in the last podcast and I suppose we're repeating ourselves, but it makes perfect sense to go for, to put a defence that's had nearly thousand appearances between them.
3: Yeah, it does. And the key now is, is how he moves on from that after, after mm. the last couple of performances. Um, so we'll have to wait and see what, uh, what the next game brings, but um, the performance on Saturday was definitely not not good enough defensively. Um, so I can't see why Cam Humphries has not been playing. We're a much, much better side with him in it. We're a much stronger defence with him in it. We're a much stronger defence with Richard Wood in it. Mm. Um, so for me, the only question is who's going to take that right-hand side of the three. And and that has to be Wes Harding because Wes has done very little apart from what he's had one bad game all season. Um, so for me, That is without question the strongest defence that we've got, and it was the one that we utilised for that opening period of games where we were defending very, very well. Mm. Uh, So, we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see what the manager decides. But um, he has got plenty of options back there, like you said, and plenty of experience. So, unfortunately, it didn't work on Saturday, but that's like you say, that's just one of
2: those things, isn't it? It is, yeah. It's just frustrating watching it, and it's it's very easy for us all to get frustrated as the goals go in, gradually go in uh, with worse and worse defending as the goals as the goals go by. Um, all that might be harsh. The first one was was pretty bad, to be honest with you. The penalty incident was uh, very silly from Grant Hall. Very very silly. For a man of his experience, I'm really surprised he's still, he's sort of pulled that player back. Uh, I can't really play word to be honest. with I can't remember if it were Diaz or not, but. No, the guy was
3: uh, the guy who weren't wearing shin pads. I can't remember We're his name. The, the
2: Liverpool, Liverpool Loney, whatever his name is. I can't remember his name now. Yeah, no, yeah no, I don't know what you mean. Um, um he, he, I mean he threw himself to the floor like he'd been shot, didn't he? It, it was
3: a bit pathetic, <laughs> but it was st- whether he threw himself to the floor or not, it was still a penalty. So yeah, um, you know, there's, there's, that, that's, that's just how it is. Um, yeah. So.
2: But yeah. Yeah. It were uh, a it were poor. Morton, Crystal and Morton. Yeah. Ah. Oh, Morton. <laughs> That's right. um, let's talk about Matt Taylor, Danny. There's been the odd few groans at Matt Taylor. We're man were just two games in. Um, they, uh, are there enough we're only two games in, but are there enough positive signs for you to think, oh yeah, this is fine, we're on the right track. Or is he, because people complain about substitutes again, which again is a valid argument, because I thought you can question some of them as well. Um, but have you seen enough to sort of think, right, this guy's got his head screwed on, or can you see it running away
1: from him? I think I look at Matt Taylor as someone coming in at a very awkward time at a football club, because it is an awkward time. You know, we're like halfway between the, a, a good start in a season and the World Cup break, so it is an awkward time he has got a job to do but he also needs to put his own stamp on this team which he has tried to do with the possession based stuff and again it's like i say it's trying to like, it's trying to find tune an engine he needs to find his working formula and get mm. one with substitutes he needs to find the substitutes that work um i can sort of understand him making the defensive change because we were 2-0 down and we needed to shore that up a little bit um I'm not really understanding why he hasn't thrown Kelly in yet. Maybe he's not seen enough of him in training and he's and he's thought, mm. you know, the experienced man in Tommies and, and Washington, you know. Uh, so I can sort of understand that as well. But for me personally, the game that he's played at Exeter and the insight I've had from my, mate, my Exeter mate at uni is that he is the right man for the job. He, and from what I've heard about everybody who's met him in person, he is a fantastic bloke. If, if He's going to be the next... Paul one character at the club. He's not the next Paul Warren, he's the next Paul One sort of character where he'll get the players to play for him but, and not just the badge at the club. But it takes time. He has mm-hmm. to earn the players' trust. And I mean, people who have been slating him, like I've had the odd couple messages and conversations with people where they have said, "You know, I don't think he's the right man. It's like, he's not even learnt where the toilets are at Roundwood yet. You know, give, give, him a, give him a little bit of chance. He doesn't know where to park his car completely. You know, just give him that little bit of time. Uh, like like Mick said earlier on, he, he was in taking training when he, when he wasn't officially appointed and he's already had two games to try and put his, his his input on the team and not really had a full week's worth of training. Um, that might improve this week because he's got a reserve game to watch and mm. so probably chuck a few pay- players in there, see how they're doing. Um, and he's got the full week with them. And for me, I think he's the right man. I will put my hat and say he's the right man and he'll see see us out to the season. We need to give him the 10-game minimum. You know, like the 10-game minimum, that's how you can gauge somebody because if they don't really put the stamp on it after 10 games, then it's a little bit, you know, we'll see what happens with that. But he's played two games, you know, Mm. two games as, as proper Rotherham boss. Like, what the hell, give him time. You know, you're not going to come in and be Pep Guardiola with this football club, are you? You know, you need to take time and the players trust them to um, trust you in your decision-making as well, but also you to trust the players in applying what you've told them to apply in training and also work out what's best, uh, the best way to teach them how to do that. And it's just not had the time yet. So I think to make such a quick decision on Mac Taylor is, bored. I'm going to I really are saying this borderline idiotic because it's just not enough time. It's like, its like for, ex- for example, I didn't know how to drive the tractor at Roundwood until I was at least three weeks into the job. If they were to say, right, you've been here, you've been here for two shifts, go and drive that tractor around and change all the holes for us. Hmm. You know, it, it's yeah. its just not enough time for him. Just everyone just calm down. Yeah, it's frustrating that we, he hasn't won yet, but that win's going to come. It's just building the stones that are building up to it. And I've got every confidence in him. I really do. I want to go down to the train around and check his hand and just say, don't, don't listen to the people who are criticising you. Just keep cracking on and, and getting it ready. I I you, I, I, if
2: you, if, you know how you said borderline idiotic, idiotic, Danny? Mm-hmm. Nick's about to go further than that.
3: <laughs> I'm not, Take well, the wheel.
2: <laughs> I, I mean,
3: I've not been on social media today. I try and keep away from him when we've lost, because it just it doesn't mean boxing a little bit, but... Are you actually saying that, that, that there are some people criticising the manager?
1: Mm-hmm. I'm not going. To, I'm not going to name and shame them because that's rude well, know, and, because, and like, not proper practice. But yeah,
3: I mean, I mean, I don't know what to say. I, I genuinely, honestly, honestly, and truthfully, I don't know what to say. That you, you're right, Danny. It's not board, Well, you, you're wrong. It's not bordering on idiotic, is it? It's way beyond idiotic, man. Isn't it? It, I mean, I'm I, it, I, wow. speechless. It's just like, oh man alive, wow. The stupidity of that is, is, is beyond anything that I can possibly comprehend.
1: It's not been yeah. here a week. Well, it's like I say, he's not, not even where the week. toilets are yet. You know what I mean? Oh dear. Oh, boy.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: so Everybody's leaving in the comments agrees. Brian Vernon says feels feels for Taylor moved it moved moved 300 miles, uh, leaving his, his wife and child behind. Already getting some sticky welcome. Good. Ruth Clark says I think time will ma- time with Matt Taylor will do him some good. Agreed. Uh, there's a lot about Matt Taylor at this stage is ridiculous. It's got to be given time and be supported. Um, Jake the Snake Gaming. Uh, anyone complaining about Matt Taylor, in my opinion, just doesn't know what they're on about. Uh, I can make grim case of that one. But John Morrell with a, a slightly different point. Difficult to come in at this time, but he does need to hit the ground running. Uh, I don't think we can afford uh, to give him seven games to feel his way into the club. However, 10 games does feel like a good sort of marker. Um, Sam Darby says he hasn't helped, helped himself out with the article in the advertiser. I uh, don't know what I... I haven't read the Irish I don't. I don't know what article you've to, Sam, so I apologise about that. Um, we'll do it. Um, Phil Oxley. You have to give him time until Christmas to get some kind of style, and if he's still not working, just stick with him. Quite a few managers have failed with us at this level. <laughs> more than quite a few. More than quite a few. Oh, yeah. um, there'll, be, there'll be some better managers than Matt Tilly, that till have failed with us at this level. There's some worse ones as well. Um, obviously, there's some much worse ones. Um, yeah. Yeah. Jalen Simpson, do we think that Matt Taylor will play longer ball away in different home, meaning Eve's, in, Eves away, Washington Kelly at home? And this is this is this is a question that we're still sort of learning, isn't it? We just uh, we just don't know. In Matt Taylor, I'm I'm interested in what he's. I can see what he's trying to do. He's mm-hmm. sort of initially, um, but you've got these other options to go a bit more direct at times. And you don't want to do that, and that's fine. But when you've got Tom Eves up there, the out ball's there. And it worked yesterday. It's not like it didn't work. I feel like we could be using that outball a little bit more.
3: Again, you're on about you me. You're back, back to me again. Sorry, I'm still I'm still sat here. <laughs> I'm still sat here trying to comprehend that people are criticizing manager. I've I've not got past that bit yet makes <laughs> it the brick wall. Oh no.
0: <laughs>
3: I'm just like, I'm just I'm I'm I don't know what I am. I'm amazed. What 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 question, Matt? I mean, I know it went on for a while, so... How
2: yeah. do you think... If those, do you think Matt Till's type manager will play differently home and away?
3: Yeah, I think he probably will. I, I think the vast majority of managers do, don't they? Unless you're Pep Guardiola and you've got Ireland up front or whatever, you're going to play mm-hmm. differently, um, depending on dependent on whether you're at home, whether you're away, on who oh, the opposition are as well. So, yeah, I do, absolutely, I do. Whether that'll include just, you know, sort of going long every time I don't think it will. Um I, I, I suspect and I hope that he's, he's gonna be able to mix it up, play the play you know, you know, play along sometimes and and play the ball on the floor as well. He's got the players, he's got the players to 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 be more than comfortable in this league. I've said it, I keep saying it, week in, week out, the players are there, you know, where they weren't for me in the position in the league prior to the Boretta One going, they weren't there by mistake. They were there because they'd earned it, you know. I've seen a few people talking about an overachieving and everything else. So that's just nonsense. I mean, that, that doesn't make any sense, overachieving. You, you know, but does it mean that we're we're playing better than we're actually capable of? Because that that is the definition of overachieving. Overachieving. So it, it's fine. It's fine. It, 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 just give him some time and he will get it right. And I'm absolutely positive about that. And yeah, of course, he's going to play differently
2: away from home. The vast majority of teams do, don't we? Um, Danny, you've got £3 in the pot for the hospice for the PW comments When did I, when uh, did I mention Guardiola's um, <clears throat> double? Don't know, but apparently
1: he did so you mentioned uh, I'm not, I can't, well, I, I've used the initials I, I, I'm doing the money handover on Wednesday anyway, I'll chuck an extra 3 quid in Puff <laughs> <laughs> do it, do it. Um, Yeah, a couple of comments here, we're not going to go into too much detail,
2: but Nad and D says see the loonies are out on force out on Twitter with Stuart out Jake, the Snake Gamers, I don't understand how people say Tony Straight out because it's not like we've got the Saudis rated by the club. He clearly likes something because he's put up, put up with us for so long. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to, maybe, maybe this is, not, unless you two want to go into this into a bit more detail and not have to talk about it. Um, the only thing I would say is, I think the only thing the club could be criticized for is maybe not being completely clear in how things are run and things like that. There's obviously questions. Even the best owners in the world have questions over them. You know what I mean? You look at you look at Manchester City. There, they've hundreds of questions over. If you look at Aquinton Stanley. I'm sure people that like Andy Holt. So a lot of people don't like Andy Holt. Although <laughs> I like his openness, his transparency. A lot of people won't like that. So you're never going to be going to be completely happy um, with what's going off and on at times. But stop mentioning the Premier League. That'll be a good start, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's interesting, you know, that
3: people keep banging on and. I'm not banging on is not the right term because it sounds dismissive. People keep talking about investment, investment. We need some investors. You know, the, the only reason, the definition of an investor is somebody who puts money somewhere with a view to getting a return. You, they're not got, we're not, we're not going to get a sugar daddy. You're not going to get somebody who's going to come along, shove a load of money in and bugger off and not want it back. That is not going to happen.
2: Okay. Well, the counter-argument would be, why not? Look at Bournemouth. Look at Bournemouth. The, the Premier
3: League Bournemouth. The, the yeah. Bournemouth are in the Premier League and therefore the investors have got the return back. That's not going to happen with us, is it? Because, it may, well, it may happen with us, but League One is littered with clubs that it didn't happen for, isn't it? True. You know what I mean? So, it, if you're going to put 30, 40, 50 million into Rotherham United, when are you going to get 60, 70, 80 million back? You're not. You're just not. Because you're still going to get 10,000 people maximum through the gate every week. The only way, the only way you are going to get that money back is there's, there's two ways. One, get to Premier League and take the money out so you haven't got any, any money to invest in players to keep you in Premier League. Or put the club into liquidation to get your money back that way. Those are the only two ways you're going to get the money back out of Rotherham United. It's, it's, it... it, it. It's a fact. So, yeah, it'd be great for some Saudi prince to come along and love £40 million into into pot at Rotherham United. But he's going to want 60 back. And he's going to get 60 back.
2: So be careful what you wish for. Do you know what I said? We don't have to talk about it if you don't want to. Just saying, <laughs> listen, it's, a, it's, Bro, it's, I mean, it's there's, there's there's always a kind of argument. You look, you look at the 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 Americans, I think, that bought Walsall, uh, for not, not a great deal of money, but there's Americans, the ones at Crawley, I don't like their style, but they're, they're willing to put the money into Crawley, um, to push it forward. Uh, there's there's a list the of clubs that United United. at
3: Liverpool are also raking the money out of the club and not reinvest, reinvesting into the club. The one that yeah. Barnsley, they were Americans. But, 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 they, but yeah. Yeah. Which do you want? You, well, that's the question. You're never,
2: you're never going to get the best option, because the, the best okay. option is what? Um, but I think Barnes aren't Barnes technically the richest club in the world with the owners that they have? But they are, they're only investing certain amounts. Look, we could, we could go on like that.
3: That's because they're investing money in clubs in Denmark and France who are also getting relegated and all. Because, so investing is the word that you need to look at Investing is the key. The, the key point of this. Tony Stewart is not perfect. There's no doubt about that. Tony Stewart's made mistakes. Tony Stewart is an investor, so he will get his money back, or will be getting, will be getting, or have got back the money that he's put in. But he is not putting in, or hasn't put in, the amount of money that is going to put this club push this club on to to Premier League or whatever. He hasn't got that amount of money. It needs somebody else. And they're going to want to return on it. Be careful what you wish for. I'm telling you.
2: I'm telling you now. Yeah, but you, you can't. First. But you can't not dream as fans. Who's to say we're not going to get somebody in who's going to take us to the Premier I,
3: League? I, I agree, mate. And and uh, 100% I agree. And we're, we're, we've all got a dream. And, and And to see this club in the Premier League would be an absolute. It would be the pinnacle of, 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 of life itself. <laughs> however, however, just look what's happened to all these others that have that have gone chasing the investor, chasing the Saudi, the, the American, the, the, the Russian, the whoever it is, the Chinese, to bring the money into the club. But ultimately, that money that comes in goes out again, but it's doubled. Or or, or it's not maybe not double, right. but fifty percent, whatever it is, it's gonna be more. So you've got to be careful
2: what you wish for.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Um, John Morell, be careful what you wish for. You could get sold for 80 million pounds to a Hong Kong hairdresser. Uh he also yeah. has for contacts. Carson Young was a Hong Kong hairdresser before I bought Birmingham all those years ago, and he's currently sat in a Chinese jail. Yeah. That's my case. You are right, you are, but the, and you look at oh, Wigan. Wigan, are another example. Another good example. They were sold, I think, to another Hong Kong business. I might be wrong on that. Um, And they were the way, a million stories about that. But put it
3: the other way. Other than Manchester City, who's been successful at it, Bournemouth, maybe, but that's Russian money, isn't it?
2: Yeah, not an oligarch. It's Russian money is, money, is so. diff- is, mm, Yeah, he's Russian. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah.
1: So I keep well, the oligarchs away. The yeah, you the not oligarchs, so, Clear on that. So with the
3: exception, with the exception of, of Man City, where has it been successful?
2: I don't know. I mean, Bournemouth B- was that like, was successful because they were in League Two with us. Now that now where yeah. they've gone. Uh, yeah. Stoke, yeah, they Stoke invested a lot of money. They they had many a year in the Premier League, successful years, cup finalists. It yeah, yeah. worked for Wigan because they went again from non-league to the Premier League, winning the FA awesome. Cup. Yeah, but before then, it, yeah, I agree. John Morrell, you could say Fulham and Wolves. Yeah, West, yeah. Brom, West Brom again were successful for a period with the investment in they done. It depends on what your what, you, what your definition is. If you're going to say right, we won twenty years at Premier League, well, that's 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 nice to dream. But if you want a couple of years at Premier League and then happy to settle, then it, you're going around in so many different things, aren't you? with the exception of all those clubs
3: with the exception of Bournemouth all those clubs are able to attract 20 30,000 fans to a game True. and therefore you have that scope to if the run, if the club is run properly to take some money out of it as well.
2: Mm.
3: Rotherham United ain't going to get that
1: even in the Premier League. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. If I'm, I'm gonna be completely honest, lads, I completely phased out of that conversation because it went more <laughs> towards Dreamland more than anything. <laughs> Welcome to my world, mate. I was still on
3: <laughs> I was still on people criticizing manager 10 minutes ago. <laughs> um
2: yeah, we've gone massive topic we didn't want to talk about that. It's yeah, the, the comment section's fault, no. I suppose there we go. Uh, we'll see what happens with that one. I, I don't think anything will happen with it, to be honest with you. Um, it's
3: got to be right, isn't it? and that's what Tony Stewart has said. It's got to be right for the future of the club. Um, and uh, you can like, only take him at face value, can't you? That's all you. Can yeah, you can. And yeah, He's going. To, he's going to, he has made mistakes, and he will make mistakes. And I suspect as things move forward in the near future, he'll probably make more. You know, in terms of in terms of PR and in terms of keeping the fans on side and everything else, he will do that because, with the greatest respect, is 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 a Yorkshireman and he's getting on a bit. So the older he gets, the less he cares about how much he says. That's that's how we all are. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure probably all countrywide, but but certainly around here. You know what I mean? Um, So yeah, he will make mistakes, but until until somebody comes in and gifts us a lot of money. I don't I don't see where we're going
2: to go, so. Cool. Back on football, uh, NSW, oh, football. We, we must We must back Matt Taylor, both at a, uh, at a fan level and most certainly at a board level. He is a very good manager and will get us playing better football in under his management, yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree. Interesting to see what happens in January. Um, what, 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 I'm sort of quite interested to see what help he's given financially, if, if any. Um. This, that and the other, but, that's what took a few months away, I suppose. Um, anything else you want to cover from the game Saturday's game or anything Miller's related as we sit here
1: on Sunday evening? I think if Georgie Kelly doesn't play against Huddersfield, I am going to make a sign that says get Kelly on <laughs> and I'm going to start holding it up at games just so the message comes across. Uh, and that's uh, yeah, that, that's as far as I'll go because it's not a criticism, it's just a um helping hand compliment. It's not the sign that I used to take uh, last season that got took off me by uh, Thames Valley mm. Police, which we still ruled, by the way. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just, just get Kelly on, see how he does. Start him, start him against Huddersfield, I say.
2: Yeah, we've got, we've got a, a, a midweek reserve game match. I can't remember if it's on Tuesday or Wednesday, but that's going to be worth it. We obviously can't watch the game. I don't think we can watch the game. Oh, so that's out. a
1: good question. Can we actually head to the training ground and actually watch it, or is it behind closed doors? That would be a good a good question for the we will club check on that. Yeah, we'll check on that, see if we can find out.
2: Um, But the the, the club always put results and, and things. If Kelly starts, which I expect her to play that game, and scores a couple, which we know he can do, as we've seen in pre-season, he would then put himself in a massive position to play on Saturday coming. Uh, I, I think for Matt Taylor, this reserve game is massive, to be honest with you, to see the players that have not win it. It's also massive for Peter Kiyosu. Peter Kiyosu will probably get some match action, which is brilliant for his, his return to action, because... What we've seen 20 minutes of Peter Kyoso so far this season. Um, and he was one of the the sort of summer signs we were all excited to see, weren't it, weren't he? So that's it's a it's a really important week for Matt Taylor to get, get to get to know his team. And hopefully when we come again, when we record on Thursday evening, we will have a bit more information for I assume we'll do another press conference by then, hopefully. Um and we can look ahead to being live on Sky again. Two games in a row. Live on Sky. Who'd have thought, eh?
1: Saturday yeah. on uh, Side against field and then choose it against Stoke Away. That's our big- obligation complete for the season, right? Nice seeing you, sky, I See you again next season. <laughs> Billy, big time was Narrows.
2: <laughs> mm. um, yeah, we will go from there. Thank you all for paying attention and keep watching. Please do subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't done it already. Please do, if you're listening audio early, please subscribe to the audio podcasts, I Spotify, wherever you may be downloading your podcasts from. Uh, Danny's pie review will be up on Monday morning. Um, mm-hmm. Blackman, states the northwest Lancashire. They're meant to have good pies, um, so we'll see. I, I assume it wasn't as good as the pie we were told in the comments.
1: It? Uh, no, it wasn't. I don't think, and I was a little bit annoyed with the pie that you'll see in the video. But town is not the the last certain pie in which made the map pie drop a point, uh, which I'm annoyed <laughs> at But anyway, yeah, keep an eye out for that. It'll be up as a YouTube short, not a full vlog. Because uh, I've had a look through the footage and, yeah, there was... After 60 minutes, there's virtually nothing. It's just me getting very annoyed sl- <laughs> and slowly losing my mind. Um And, yeah, I can't upload it. Some of the words are very choice. Um So, yeah, that's not seeing the light today. day. So, sorry, everybody. It's a bit like a Sunderland vlog. Sorry, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, next time we're have the Huddersfield game. We're doing the instant
2: reaction. If you want to be on the instant reaction, if you're interested in being on, let us know. Um, and we'll arrange to meet you somewhere so we can get other people. And it's not just so you not just see different voices. You know, it's bad. Uh, I think sometimes it can mix voice drums on a bit. Sometimes, doesn't it? That's um. like no <laughs> fan TV to me, that mate. I don't know why you should, why you do that.
3: It's it gets out of our club, to be honest, because it's just like just you know, it's just getting people on for sake of getting people on. <laughs> oh, so sorry. Yeah. Um, I've got. I've just got a quick one, and I know you're not going to like this, Matt, because we had a. People won't know about this, but the three of us and Ben had a a long Twitter, a long WhatsApp debate earlier on in the week um, about Ben about um, putting out a tweet, um, which Ben didn't want to put out. I've spoken to Ben, and he, he doesn't want it going out on social media because. He's um he's embarrassed, but he's quite happy for the people of who are listening to the podcast to know about the fact that the NFL Academy are at their first game of the season on Tuesday coming up uh, against an American College um, in Watford, and it is going to be streamed live on YouTube. So if anybody's interested, um, it's on the NFL channel on uh, on the NFL Academy channel uh, on YouTube from twelve thirty on Tuesday. So, and Ben will be starting in that game, so he's uh, he has given us the go-ahead to mention it on here, but not um, mm. put it out on Twitter. So, if anybody's uh, got nothing to do, Tuesday lunchtime, half right past twelve, live on Twitter. It's uh, the NFL Academy versus AMG College or University from America.
2: Mm. Yeah, and for me, this works out two ways because if you are a Ben fan because I you know a lot of people are, you get to see Ben playing American football and potentially doing really, really, really well. If you're not a Ben fan, you could potentially see him getting smashed by a big American. <laughs>
3: yeah, <laughs> yeah I that, yeah. <laughs> so, That's cruel.
1: Bit... Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, if if, so we're, in, mood, if you know. we're in the mood for uh, for little shout-outs, can I put chuck a quick plug in oh, as it. well? If anyone does fancy going to Stoke and not watching on the telly, because uh, we all know about Sky Sports chant, um, yeah, book on with Kimmy Park. We are taking a bus down to Stoke. So, yeah, jump on that. We'll get you back in that home nice and safely. And, yeah, hopefully it will be Rothman's first win, away win of the season, fingers crossed, and all that. Um, but, yeah, more pressing matter. Let's all watch Ben on Tuesday. You no, know, if we if we can't watch the reserve game, we can watch Ben in the NFL. So yeah. <laughs> or at least as close to the NFL that we'll be willing to watch, because I don't really watch NFL. So yeah, anyway. <laughs>
2: yeah. John Morrell, all there for Ben feigning injury to get off the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> like it. Um, yeah, so to go go to all those things. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Mick. Thanks has been a pleasure. Oh, you're welcome. Any thank you, Danny. Always a pleasure to see you, mate. Always a pleasure. Thank you, everybody. See you soon. Cheers. Bye. Rebel. Vicious. But brilliant! you with it. What's got around the back? And Richie Wood has done again! The Magic Man has come
0: up with another trick! Well, has a chance to seal it. It's done! It's Georgie Kelly! Rothering United's pathway...